Welcome to the Empowered Introvert Podcast Season 2. This podcast is like having a coach in your pocket that you can reach to for coaching, learning, and making significant changes in your life. I'm your host, Heidi, and I am a Sephardicide life coach, Ayurvedic health counselor, yoga teacher, solopreneur, and fellow introvert. And in this season, we're going to focus on success in career and entrepreneurship as introverts and unconventional folks that don't want to force yourself to be someone that you're not in order to be successful. I've been in business for myself for over 20 years and experienced a lot of ups and downs as I found my way. And I often tell my clients that finding meaningful, authentic work is one of the greatest journeys of self-discovery that you can go on. I'm excited to support you on your journey to fulfilling work in the second season of Empowered Introvert. So let's get started. Hi, my beautiful introvert friend. Welcome to episode number 18. Ideal work for introverts and sensitive folks. So this is part of our new season, season two, Introverts at Work, that explores ways to help you feel empowered and aligned and in love with the work that you do, whether you are working for somebody else or for yourself. Now, today's episode, I want to explore this topic Um, Not from the place of like, this is the career types that work best for sensitive people, but rather from the perspective of really like, what does ideal work look like for you in terms of how it feels and how you show up, how you behave, your, your patterns, your energy flow the way that you are in relationships, because when you know how to, when you know what you desire to feel and be in your work, you can take that to any kind of job, to anything that you do. And so then it becomes less important to find the perfect position and more important to just know yourself deeply. So that's what we're going to explore today. Before we get started, I want to just take a moment and invite you to take a few deep breaths here. This is something that I do often with clients or on tea dates just to help us arrive in the moment, let go of whatever our bodies and minds have been doing until now. So If you can be still amazing, if you're jogging or driving, no problem. I'll just invite you for the next three breaths to go ahead and start now and breathe a little bit more into your belly and exhale out your mouth. Breathing in through your nostrils and exhale out your mouth. One last time, one conscious breath in, exhaling fully. How does that feel? 
I know for me, I just like turned down my agitation level about two, two, two points on the dial. So effective and an amazing skill that you can bring to your work or anything in your life. Okay, so if you're listening to this episode, I'm going to assume that you are in a place of of questioning or of searching for work that brings more satisfaction to your life. And so often we come to this place because we are dissatisfied with something, right? We're, we're feeling stressed out. You might be feeling burned out. You might feel that you, there, you're being called. There's an internal desire to express yourself in the world or have a different impact than you're having right now. And that you want to, that you think that work is an avenue to to do so. And so, you know, like when you're unclear about when you're unhappy or unclear, it can create a lot of of confusion or overwhelm. But also underneath it, there is this like that 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 drive, that seeking that I want to really key into here. And to kind of clear away some of the ways of looking at it that might actually hold you back. And I say this because oftentimes we look for satisfaction in the perfect job, right? We We have to have the right kind of relationships not too stressful. We want to feel respected by the people that we work with, by our boss, by our clients. We want to have time to have the rest of our life, a good work-life balance. We want to feel like we are contributing in a way that, that, that people recognize and that really helps to, helps the mission, right, to move forward. So what that can also lead to, however, is if we're unhappy, is we look at our job and we say things like, well, this isn't working. A, don't fit in. Uh, There's nothing I can do here. And it might even look like this is just the way things are. I don't fit into any job. There is no good answer for me. So I'm going to have to force myself to do something or to show up to work in a way that isn't right for me. This can create a lot of frustration, stress, and disempowerment. So we want to go ahead and acknowledge that if it's happening. It's so good to notice and then simply take it and kind of put it on the shelf. It's like, I see that I'm looking for a perfect job. Or I don't believe that it's possible that I can find a job that works for me. I just don't fit in. And let's put that on the shelf. And as we begin here, I want to encourage you to think about how you want to think about work and who you are in your work and what's possible in your work. 
how can you think about that in a way that is supportive and affirming and opens you up to the possibility of something greater than you might have experienced thus far. So that might look like simply choosing to entertain the idea that it's possible for me to create better work no matter what else is happening. That it's possible to create better work the more I understand and support my unique needs, the more I can build those into how I work. I get to define my own vision of success. I like to think about work as the way that you impact the world. Like you are, if you're a sphere, and your work is a larger sphere with you in the center, like that larger sphere, it's like the sun shining light out into the world, bringing your unique perspective and skills and vision to create a positive impact. So one thing that I see a lot with introverts and unconventional folks, you know, me included, is that when we are looking at work, and oftentimes we're coming from a place of like pre-programmed ideas about the value of ourselves within work. What I mean by this is often we think to be successful, we need to have charisma, we need to be seen on social media all of the time. We need to maybe be available and say yes when people request our skills and our input. That we need to make a certain amount of money or work a certain amount of hours in order to be poorly and successful. So the first thing to do is to really get clear on the way that you think about work and what is yours, what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep. Because if you have thoughts about work that are essentially making you feel like you're not good enough, that if your colleagues don't respond to you in a certain way, then you don't fit in, then now is the perfect opportunity to re-examine those beliefs and what they're creating for you. So most of the angst that comes with work comes from the way that we are thinking about it and the expectations and the judgments that we have on ourselves. And even if someone is explicitly telling us that we're not doing a good job, the way that we react and internalize that Will, will dictate whether or not that be, is like super stressful and makes us question everything about ourselves or we take it as feedback and try to see what the learning is and apply it and get better from it. So when it comes to ideal work, the next thing that you want to consider is what your definition of success is. What is your personal definition 
of success. This is influenced by separating out your beliefs and what you want to keep and what is coming from outside yourself as well. Because our, oftentimes we're programmed to think about success as, you know, getting that, getting the A plus of having certain, having people praise us of making a certain amount of money, looking a certain way, achieving certain steps, all of which are dictated by systems outside of us that you did not choose. But it is your life. And those systems are not created for probably for people like you, like for introverts, unconventional folks, people who have varying cycles of energy, neurodivergent folks. The systems of work were not created for us. So it's so important that you detach from defining yourself by their values and decide your own version of success. I do have a worksheet, a guide that helps you create a strategy called Wildly Successful at Work that I will put in the show notes. Essentially, this it walks you through deciding what it is that you want to consider successful for yourself. You know, work is like for for me, what I feel my definition of success right now, it's much more about the experience and the way that I feel. I want to feel spaciousness in my work. I want to feel connection. I want to feel a little bit of luxury and ease, right? I want to feel less stressed out. So by identifying those versions of success, and yes, I want some money, but that is not the primary, primary goal, right? And I can be very, very happy without having tons of money, right? Because I, my personal definition of success is is much bigger than that. If you're if money is big for you, that's awesome. Not like excellent, excellent. You have identified that on a personal level that independent of society's values, right? So your personal definition of success will often guide how you show up in your work and the things that you choose to focus on. So some of those things might be creating simplicity, creating spaciousness. If you value spaciousness and as an introvert, as a sensitive person, you probably also really benefit from spaciousness, from having less schedule, having less stimulation because our nervous systems are so sensitive. So bringing that desire into any job can help you decide to how do you maintain simplicity, how you maintain spaciousness. Well, oftentimes that's having very loving and strong boundaries, being able to say no, being able to choose the way that you use your time, like block your time in certain ways, schedule the way that you work so that you feel that sense of spaciousness. 
along with that, one of your personal definitions of success, it might be to, to feel more ease and less stress in your work. So having systems that support that, that help you to work efficiently, to help you know exactly what to do and how to do it your best. Oftentimes there's softwares and processes. We've got amazing tools, like more every day to help us do this. Also looking at cycles and ways of using your energy. So not just in the way that you schedule your time, but also the breaks and habits to support your energy flow. Some people need naps and naps can be an incredibly powerful tool for production, for helping your production, being productive and helping you be present and efficient so that then you can finish your work and go and enjoy the rest of your life. Unconventional and sensitive folks, we often have variable energy. And the more that you can understand and build your life around that, the more ease that you create because you can sync with your energy when you have it. And then you can take care to restore it without overtaxing yourself. And some of these things, if you're a solopreneur that has more control over your schedule, it can be a bit easier. But there are absolutely ways that you can bring this to whatever work that you have. And in fact, this is what we need to do more. We are in a place and time where we're rethinking the way that we show up in work. And so the more knowledge you have about yourself, the more that you can advocate for yourself, right? So ideal work, your version of success, probably, oops, include uh, reducing stress. And we can do that in how we show up to work, the expectations and how we manage our energy, but also in activities that help to reduce stress, just like we did when we started this episode where we took three deep breaths, something like that. It's a very simple tool that you can do pretty much anywhere. I like to think about these tools about cycles and empowering rhythms, these things that require that we do something a little bit different, that these also are work. They are an investment in us to work. And not just to be more productive and show up better and to feel better as we work, but to make work not just about productivity, but it's also about us taking care of ourselves and being more whole humans. That our work, work isn't just when we're on the computer doing things. We are, are caring for our work when we're caring for ourselves. When we are on vacation, we are caring for our work because we're resourcing ourselves. So the last things that I want to touch on regarding 
ideal work for introverts and unconventional people is that your sense of self-worth not be tied to your experience of the work so that your identity, how you feel about yourself, it's, it, it is strong and loving no matter if you're talking to a kind person or a mean person, no matter if you are, are burnt out or feeling well-resourced. So this comes down to you really loving yourself and being proud of yourself even when you're totally messing up. That's a strong self-worth. That's a strong self-concept and something that you, that you develop, that you can build and nourish no matter what kind of work you're doing. And it's going to be incredibly empowering in any work, in any area of your life. So if I was to wrap this up and summarize it, it would really be to empower yourself in order to empower your work, in order to improve and love your work. So know yourself, love yourself, care for yourself, advocate for yourself. And when you bring that into your work, you're going to create work that fits you better, that feels better, that hopefully you love better. So if you have any questions about this, please let me know. I coming up with these episodes as I go based on inspiration and input. So your questions are so incredibly beneficial because it's probably not just you that has has the question. And I love, love, love responding and riffing off of what's actually happening in your lives. All right. And again, if you want some help creating a strategy for feeling wildly successful at work, I have the Wildly Successful at Work guide, which helps you to do that. There's also a workshop that you can purchase on my website, which I will include the link in the show notes as well. All right, friends, thank you so much for joining. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Hi, beautiful introvert. If you found this podcast valuable, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe and leave a review. The small gesture helps the podcast be more visible and gets it into the hands of the folks that can use it most. It also contributes to the mission of empowering more introverts like you. So you can leave a review at Podchaser, which is the directory for podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much.